serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy hop day. Oh, happy Wednesday. Uh, hey, Becky Lynn. Yes. In 10 minutes, this man sitting next to me, he has done Hello. something that has haunted me to my core. Oh, well, let's line no. up and rattle them off. I, this is, no, there's one, I just found this out. Oh, this is a new one. You are going to want to climb under your desk when you hear <laughs> what we're going to talk about. Oh, wow. This is. Oh, wow. It has Chad? nothing to do with my reptiles. What nothing. have you done? I Ten minutes. I can't wait. Ten minutes. Let's get to one of the big stories here in the Valley. And, of course, it is uh, Sun's owner, Robert Sarver. He doesn't know how to behave in front of people, apparently. Um. The commissioner of the NBA has come out, and he spoke today. I think he made the story worse. Uh, it's not a great look for the NBA. It's, this is not a great look for the Suns. not a great look for the commissioner. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, all right, if Sarver did what he did, why does he still have uh, a team? So, you know, if you're just kind of hearing about the story, you know we talked a little bit about it yesterday. First of all, he's, you know, let's get to the two things. The N-word, what, what are you doing? In one instance, he complained that a Warriors player who was black had been allowed to say the N-word during the game without receiving a technical foul. Okay, so when Sarver heard that, he went around saying, hey, he gets to say blank. He gets to say blank. Why does he get to say blank? And he kept using the word. Okay. Second part. The NBA also writing about treatment of women. The report shows Sarver questioned and belittled female employees' basketball knowledge or expertise. And throughout his tenure, Sarver engaged in crude sexual and vulgar commentary and conduct in the workplace. They also found Sarver forwarded to a small number of male sons leaders joking pornographic material and crude emails, including emails containing photos of a nude woman and a video of two people having sex. Ah, good times. Good times. Good times. So you're running you're running an organization that's worth what is it? A billion dollars, two billion dollars. Billion and a half, two billion bucks. I mean, you know, they could put a number on it, but at the end of the day, the minute people start bidding on it because there's so few of them, people don't care about how much they spend. So it could be two, three billion. And 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 he's sending this out to people. Yeah. It's weird. It's strange. I don't get it. Uh, you know, like if you're with a, a, a if you're with a coworker, the last thing you should be doing is sending pornographic material to them. Yeah, it's and the last thing you should be doing is ever saying the n word. Well, again, he's inside of what he thinks is his fiefdom, and he can do whatever he wants, and there is zero repercussions. Yeah, and he probably has this also belief in himself that everybody likes me. I'm not going to get in trouble. Okay. So Adam Silver is the NBA commissioner. Did he make things worse? I think you have to look at the totality of circumstances. You're looking at behavior over an 18-year period. I d- Let's stop it there. Uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister, do you know how long Sarver's owned the team? Because I know that for the first 10 or 12 years, the Suns were a mess. And now, obviously, Sarver should be credited for turning the team around. How many years is it? The commissioner said today that he has owned the team and the Mercury for 18 years All right, total. it's been 18 years. All right, there you go, the wise man. I do believe that Mr. Sarver clearly um, has evolved as a person. Okay. When were these allegations? Uh-huh. Uh, see, that's the there big thing. There you go. That's right. When was he acting poorly 18 years ago? Over that 18-year period, I think much of the behavior in question stems from much earlier in his tenure as an NBA owner. Okay, so if if all this stuff happened 18 years ago, why are we discussing it now? Why did it take so long? 
Well, it's that time, right? I mean, you know, we're at a different time. 18 years ago, maybe somebody said something. Maybe somebody didn't. Uh, you know, maybe you look at a disgruntled employee. Maybe worked with you for 12 or 13 years, and they left, and they go and say something now, and then it becomes something bigger, and then somebody goes, oh, yeah, he did this to me, and he did that to me, or he said this, and then all of a sudden, boom, it becomes something. If this was in the last several years, I think he's in a lot more trouble. So he gets a pass because he's grown up and and has watched his mouth over the last few years but he didn't know what he but he acted like a like, a, like, like an 11 year old a, but an 11 year old back 18 years ago yeah. a lot of people acted like an 11 year old and got away if we're going to start holding that but we're talking about the n-word that was wrong 18 years ago and we're talking about treating women poorly that was not but again do that the whole 18. thing is like the n-word thing which was stupid again as we've all admitted it's it, it idiotic thing to say and do yeah. uh but that was he wasn't directing that at a person he was right. saying you know but still eh, you got to get 75% of the owners right. of the other NBA teams to get on board with this. And they're all old guys with lots of money who aren't going to because they all got skeletons in their closets. Okay. And we're two guys. Becky Lynn, what do you make of this? Because, you know, you're a woman. You got a guy who owns, you know, the Suns for 18 years. I think what Chad said is fair. He didn't go around calling anybody the N-word. That's We, we have to make that clear. That, yes, that That's, is a point. Yes. Let's get to the female stuff. Because one thing that, that I've said year after year, like all the time, uh, you know, if men are, are looking at women in the workplace and thinking, you're not as good as me, you don't deserve as much money as me, I can say whatever I want to you, those type of men make me sick. And I know they make you sick, too. Yes, they do. So, I think it's horrendous. I still... The 18-year thing, if it happened all those many years ago, I kind of agree that maybe he was trying to figure out, you know, things were a little different 18 years ago, things that were kind of accepted then, we don't accept now. I believe people can change. Mm. They can grow up. Okay. I mean, I was thinking yesterday when you were talking about, has anyone ever said anything? Yeah. I can remember. Like, like if you're a female employee, yes. has anyone ever treated you in a way that was uh, sexual or yes. demeaning. Or, yeah. Yes, or said something sexual to you. I can remember, and I was even telling my husband this last night, in my very first job, and I remember who said it. Oh. I remember where I was standing. And at the time, it embarrassed me, but I know he meant it as a joke. And I have kind of forgotten about it since then. But I was angry because what I had brought up was... Completely dismissed. Yeah. And instead he turned it into a, a a joke and made a sexual comment and continued on. Were there people around? No, he just okay. said it to me. And he didn't say it. It, it, it wasn't like anybody grabbed me or anything like that. He just made a sexual joke. And was he your boss? He was a boss. A boss. Got it. But it was the fact that he dismissed what I had asked him about. Uh-huh. It was of no concern. Yeah. So that was almost a twofold. What I was concerned about as a woman did not matter. Mm. And he made a sexual joke about it. Yeah. But I'm not going to call him out today. I'm not going to tell you who it was or where I was or even what it was about. We'll get that off the air. It was, it was all those years ago, and I'm sure that by now... He would know better. Yeah. You would hope. I would hope. If he didn't, yeah. it would be a different story. Here's a question. Interesting. Have you ever worked with somebody who's belittled or demeaned you? Demean me? Yeah. No. Really? Oh, uh, I have. Well, well have no, never? I'm sorry. I, I did have a boss first, first out, you know, a boss out here who is a brilliant mind, but really didn't know how to treat people. Um, and, and yeah, he didn't know how to talk to people. And it was, there were some 
conversations where you're like, eh, I don't, oh boy, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah, so that's really about it. I've been been pretty lucky. I really Some, have. Sometimes you'll get a boss who is learning to be a boss. Yes. Yeah. And they don't know how to do that yet. And right. they will say things believing that they're being tough or whatever. And instead, it's just mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. right. And they haven't figured that out now, yet. Why did you ask that question? I just Because, you know, one of the things I think, too, is sometimes like... What if he made fun of a bunch of men who didn't quite know basketball or something like that? Okay. We'd, we'd be we'd be looking at oh that's okay because they're men they should know basketball. But it's not okay. No, well, I mean in today's world we don't. But you know if you're in a basketball if you're in, in a franchise and you're doing something you should probably know a little bit about basketball. But you know it's like my uncle. I joke with him all the time. He knows nothing about sports. Right. And I make fun of him all the time because he'll have to do sports stuff and he'll send me stuff. And like, Paul, you know, Tom Brady does not play hockey. And, you know, I mean, that's how bad he is. But isn't it? But you're making the point of like, if you go to a woman who is, let's say, working for the Phoenix Suns and Robert Sarver is the owner and doesn't feel she knows anything about basketball only because she's a woman. You know, I think that's that's part of what we're getting here, too. It's like you look at a woman. Well, she's a woman. She doesn't watch basketball. She doesn't know anything about an basketball. Assumption. Yeah. It's, an assumption. it's a total an assumption. assumption. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I, it's one of those things where I think nowadays, uh, you know, it's, it, again, we've all changed. I think a, thing, a lot of stuff has changed. But, you know, I, th- I think across the board, we all do look at it different. If it's not sexual in nature and you dismiss everybody regardless, isn't that kind of a bad thing? I think sometimes I think, oh, it's a woman. You're dismissing her as a woman. Well, if you dismiss a guy who might have a good idea because you think he's an idiot, isn't that just as bad? We'll continue I, to talk about it. I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is just as bad. All I right. work for the worst person in the history of radio. Well, we'll talk about that later. You'll have to tell us about that off the air. <laughs> no, I'll tell about it now. He's dead, so we're good. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right, Robert Sarver is uh, gone for a year, $10 million fine. That's the max. Uh, we're learning more about what he said to his employees, and the the commissioner of the NBA says it was really in the first part of you know his tenure 18 years ago. Has he learned all these years to, to do a better job in discussing whatever he's doing with his, with his coworkers? I don't know. Maybe. All right, coming up next, I told you at the top of the show, Chad has done something that has haunted me to my core. Becky Lynn, I can't wait to tell you this. I can't, I, I can't be the only one that's just appalled. Uh, that is coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, so we've said this before. Like, Chad and I do not spend a lot of time together before the show starts because we like to really talk to each other on the air. Um, You know, I don't ask him, hey, what do you think of this story? What do you think of that? He doesn't ask me that. I think it makes it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the one thing that I always joke with Chad about, and and he told me something today, it's just haunted me to my core, Becky Lynn. <laughs> so my, my little joke with Chad is this, because, you know, Chad's got a national morning show, and uh, and then he does this show. So he is in our radio station for 15 hours a day, which this is, is true. it's sick. I mean, he's here before Jim Sharp and, and Jamie West get here. It's crazy. All right. So my little joke with Chad, and he's just haunted me by what he told me. My little joke with Chad is this. How many hours of sleep did you get last night? Because this man does not sleep. He really doesn't. Like three hours, maybe two hours. 
and he's just one of those guys. Didn't you say a doctor told you 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 have yeah. something you don't have to see I, I have, very often? Yeah, you know, if, when Blake Masters was here, he goes, "Oh, you got that gene that uh, something," yeah. or, and he says, "Where you know you're lucky because you get to do so much more than everybody else, <laughs> or, uh, and it doesn't bother you. It doesn't there's you know there's no real repercussions." So, so I asked Chad, uh, "I'll do it right here. How how many hours of sleep did you get last night? I got four hours uh, right. sleep last right, night. Right, it's pretty excited. Yeah. yeah, it's like two, three, it's three nights in a row. Yeah. So I wow. started to I started to pepper him a little bit, and I'm like, well, you know how how because little Charlie's four years old and she'll jump in the bed like, you know, how do you not get Charlie to jump Jump the, where did you sleep where have you been sleeping better than you ever have before you've gotten four hours of sleep now for like five straight days where are you sleeping so this was good times so we're we're oh, moving God. from oh. you know we've, we've moved but we still have moved all of our oh. stuff over because they're not quite finished with the uh, the mother-in-law quarters or whatever yeah. so uh, I slept in my father-in-law's uh, oh. medical bed hold on and it goes up and down hold on and I've been sleeping in it for like the last week. Ah, oh, delicious. You mean like no. a hospital bed? It's a hospital bed, yeah. He died in it. Oh, that's the point right there. <laughs> the bed didn't kill him. The bed didn't kill him. No, it's not like the bed woke up and I'm like, I'm going to smother this guy. Yeah. You're sleeping in a medical bed that a man died in. Listen, that's the last bed you ever want to sleep in. You, I'd rather sleep on the floor. I'd rather sleep on the couch. If you're in a medical bed, there's something wrong. No, it's great. Oh, no, it's not it's fantastic. great. Fantastic. No. It's got a purple on. mattress. Yeah, you know they sell those mattresses that do that on purpose yes, for I, everybody. They're still hospital beds. That is a bed that a dying person sleeps in. Not always. Yes. No. no. Yes. They move those beds to homes because people are most likely dying. And you're in. Why would you sleep? Why don't you just sleep in a Gatos, coffin? What do you think happens to the bed if you've rented it? I'm not renting it. And they it. send it back to All the right. hospital place. You don't find this awkward that in a house, a big house where Chad lives with a whole bunch of rooms and beds, he's in the one that's in the living room and it's a medical bed. If he can sleep and is comfortable, it's you know, great too. So I elevate a little oh, bit, God. right? So I, I don't snore or anything. I'm up about 15 degrees. Oh, I sleep like a baby. Well, wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. Am I the only one here that's that's haunted by that? I'm curious if there's a better alternative in your house. Like, do you have a lazy boy that you could be elevated on? Yeah, but there's this doesn't have the purple mattress. This is great. I go in the room. It's super quiet. It's dark, and, and I just go up. And sometimes I lift my legs, and boom, I am out and don't wake up. Getting great sleep. It's fantastic. Do you have a nurse as well that comes in and checks your pulse in the middle no, of the night to see that you're I not dead? I'm not, that, that's, I'm not superstitious like that. I'm you're just not. getting on with it. I'm okay with it. By I, the way, you go to the doctor's. I love going to the doctors. Hey, by the way, you're sitting in chairs that people have uh, went to the I'm doctors. Not sleeping and died. in it. You, you've gone and you're you're, you're being examined. That's the doctors, ter- you just don't know. That's a terrible. Yeah. If you have to go to the hospital and yeah. you go into a room no. and you lay down on that bed, there is the possibility a someone man, died on that bed. And a man died in the bed that he's sleeping in right now. That's what you roll out to the. He's not to the in corner. the bed anymore. They wouldn't just leave him oh, there. I'm just sure freaking out. They cleaned it. I, so what? They cleaned it. It's totally fine. You're getting changed there. You 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 drool in there. Why would you want to live? Remember, Chad, this is the guy there. that gets up in the middle of the night because yeah. it's now the date the milk went bad, and he has to get up at yeah, midnight and go this throw the, it out. Remember the whole thing with the banana? Oh, yeah, that I, was COVID. I, I get a pass during COVID. Not really. Not when you're doing the outside of the banana that you're not right, going wait, to Maybe eat. we should just tell everybody what the banana is because you're starting to sound weird over there, okay? You. Start of COVID, I wet wiped a banana. Yeah. The yeah. outside of it, not the, the outside, inside of it. Yes. So then you peeled it and ate the inside, and I don't know what happened <laughs> after that. So you could use a little 
No. Not fitting. You okay. know, I'm totally fine. All right. That is haunting. It was awesome. That's disturbing. Can I sleep? What so, room of the house is it in? Yeah, where are so you? So we have, uh, this is going to be Charlie's room, and right now all that's in there is bunk beds. So my wife t- is on the bottom because it's a queen-size bunk bed, and, and Charlie usually comes down there because she likes to, well, she runs around. We have to try to cage her at night because she does. <laughs> she goes at the top, she's and within four, five minutes, she's, she's jumping old, off. She's a four-year-old And then, so we have it in there, and I'm just like, this is awesome. This is not awesome and it not is healthy. So um, it is so healthy. It is not healthy. I'm sleeping better. I no. feel better. No. There is something. I'm just like. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm all about good sleep. Oh, I, gosh. Thank naps you. are my favorite thing in the world. Absolutely. And I sleep not long hours. I sleep probably more than I'm awake. And I have done that since I was a child. Not I in a hospital it. bed. You know what? If I were having trouble sleeping, I totally would lay down in that hospital bed. And you know oh, what's great? God. And when you adjust yourself and you get yourself right, like if you have problems snoring or if maybe you have problems yeah. breathing at night, like, or if you have got sinus trouble. Sinus trouble. And that's a big thing with all the allergies. Yeah, I've elevate. had none of that problem. <laughs> Baby, he's All just right. going to be even more Chadley. That's, That's what's going to happen. Chad is uh, sleep. He's, he's, Becky rules. He's sleeping. You rule. Sleeping in a medical bed. <laughs> I, I'm horrified. Pablo, you wouldn't be afraid, right? Like Steve was like, Steve's looking at me going, "Oh no, doing it." Would you do it? You got no problem with that. Uh, uh, eh, Pablo's going to thumbs yes, up because he's like man, me. No. Okay. Wise man's like, uh uh-uh, uh no. uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Yeah, because he's smart. The look on your face earlier when I said, oh, dude, I'm getting great sleep. Yeah, I'm sleeping in. Where are you sleeping? I'm sleeping. My uh, my father-in-law I passed away. I'm sleeping in the bed that he mm-hmm. had. And he's like, what? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So comfy. I think we're, are you, what, do you sleep standing up or do you, do you sleep like, you know, like a bat? That's the next thing. You're going to like, you're going to, you're going to hang bat. your, yeah, you're going <laughs> to hang your legs over something. You're going to sleep upside down. That's the next thing for you. Does that like work? on an inversion table. <laughs> Does it work? Does it work? <laughs> All right, Chad sleeping in a medical bed. I'm haunted uh, by it. Coming up next, uh, you better start your Christmas shopping now. Now. You better do it before October arrives. This is bad. We're going to tell you about it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Come on, ride a train. Come on, ride a choo-choo train. What uh, Chad is talking about is the possibility that your Christmas goods, your Christmas presents will not be arriving on time because there's a possible rail strike. So we've gone through this stuff during, you know, COVID and over the last few years, we've had uh, the chain issues. Brutal. Is this the next phase is this the next phase of things? Joining us now, he's working on this story. It's our buddy Alex Stone from ABC News. Alex, he he's definitely our conductor. Choo oh, <laughs> choo! Don't derail it. Do um, I do I have to start shopping for Christmas today? Uh, you know, we don't know yet, and and that's the thing. And not only uh, goods, but humans as well, going to be impacted uh, on this. So time is running out. There is a lot of time between now and twelve oh one a.m. on Friday uh, in terms of coming to a. Deal and getting a, a contract, but uh, if no deal is reached, uh, we could be in trouble, and the the president could get involved. But today, one union rejected a deal. There are other 
rail unions that are at the bargaining table right now, mainly conductors and engineers who say, look, they make good money, but they want a better work-life balance that when they get off work at the end of the day, they don't want to be called right back in. And they want sick days and not get rejected uh, for them. This is a, a rail worker who says they just want a normal life. The sick time, just trying to get us some sick time to be able to take care of one, ourselves, and two, our loved ones. You know, we, we, we chose to be married and bring children to this world, and, and that's what we're fighting for is the quality of life. And he says they just don't get that. This would be a major deal, though. BNSF and Union Pacific, freight companies, all goods go via rail would not go. That would be a lot of farming goods, coal, household items. Is that is that how it affects us? Yeah, new cars. I mean, all of that. Yeah. And uh, so 40% of U.S. goods go via rail. Oh. And uh, the trains would come to a halt. And uh, give you a little bit of an idea what that would mean. KPMG Chief Economist Diane Swank, she says you would be dealing with it and there'd be a lot of layoffs. We'll disrupt production and lay more people off because not just those people who are striking, but everyone who relies on all the stuff that the rails bring them, um, including energy. It will cause collateral damage throughout the economy at the same time that it causes shortages, which raise prices, which is stagflation. Uh, we uh, heard from a, a farmer in Missouri today. His soybeans are ready to go. And uh, how would he get them out of there, out of his farm? He says trains the only way. And uh, so he would be among the many farmers that uh, would have no way to transport their goods. But even though, guys, passenger trains won't be involved, the rails they use are owned by Guess who? BNSF and Union Pacific, and they would be shut down. Yeah. So Amtrak today canceling all long-distance routes, including the ones that go through Arizona from L.A. to Chicago and, and back, for fear that they would begin and then they wouldn't be able to end, um, that they people would be stuck some random place uh, when the rail line was shut down. So the bargaining is going on right now. Twelve unions have to agree. Nine have agreed on a new deal, and three are out, including the the one that said no today. Um, and the White House knows strike would be horrible for the president and for Democrats going in the midterms oh. of tens of thousands of rail workers out and uh, hard to get goods and people not being able to travel on uh, on Amtrak and on commuter trains. They do have time to figure it out, but come Friday, twelve oh one a.m., it could be bad. Oh my lord! Well, Alex, it's always good to know that. You you bring us good news about choo-choo trains. Jerry Stone and, here for you. Uh, so appreciate that, my man. Alex Stone, ladies and gentlemen, from ABC News. See you, man. Bye, guys. All right. So you brought this up to me off the air yesterday. I said we should probably talk about this. Yeah. Because here's how it affects everybody. Um, 40% of stuff that we get, mm-hmm. it comes via the trains. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what did he say? Farming, new cars. I mean, everything. Goods. Just Goods. So much. Yeah. Think about this for a second. Yeah. They said, well, uh, what about... Trucks. Well, first of all, we need 80,000 drivers. We're already short. But then we're also going to need another 460,000 trucks on top of that. Shows you the power and the might still of the railway. They make $122,000 a year on average with benefits. They're going to get a 14% raise immediately and then another 10% uh, over the next five years. And that wasn't good enough? Well, they're saying is, look, that sounds great, except for the fact that you keep docking us points if we take a sick day. We're working some hours ridiculously long. We're showing up and... You think they have a point? I think there is a point to that. But they're saying, we have the same problem as everybody else. We can't find somebody to work. Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe you want to start 
shopping for Christmas a little bit early because it could take forever to get to your home. All right, coming up next, how do you punish kids who carried out a fake school shooting? It's next, the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Seriously, hey, you know, Remarkable Valley teacher, seriously, deserving of 2500 bucks. Guess what? Text teacher to 411923. That's teacher to 411923. It's pay tribute to a teacher. Brought to you by your friends at your Valley Toyota dealers. And uh, we're working on getting that check and actually bringing it to them in person. Yeah. Once again, we have not been able to do that since COVID, and we're hoping to do that for the first time this year. Uh, the first time in many years. And it's that's a cool thing, man. You walk into a classroom, the kids are excited. You walk into a classroom with a bunch of snacks, man. Kids are going to oh, go nuts. There's no doubt. You're like a beetle back you, in the day when you, they were the Beatles. You walk in with a pizza pie, and let me tell you something, that place will go nuts. Yeah. And then, of course, you, we get $2,000 to a teacher, and then they go nuts. So, a lot of you fun. You give 2500 bucks to a kid, he doesn't care. You give him a <laughs> cupcake, he's going to lose his mind. That's right. Okay, so we have spent a lot of time talking about what's happened in the Valley with some of these schools going on lockdown. There have been a lot of schools going on lockdown, it seems like, every day. Last Friday, we had one. Yesterday we had one. Monday we had one. So the one, let's see. Monday there was a surprise kid, eleven years old, gun to school. Right? Yep. I don't know if it was a gun to school, but it was threatening. It was a threatening, yeah, and he be, got a charge with a with a class correct. three felony. Not a gun to school, but threatening to. Okay, so yesterday there was a school that went on lockdown as well. Everything ended up being okay. So it's a scary time. What if kids say, you know what? Let's fake it. Let's fake a school shooting and see how that goes. This actually happened. Yeah. In Florida. In Florida, a place that's had a mass school shooting. Yeah. So here's how it started. Last Thursday, the school became aware of a threat written on a bathroom stall. Now, that's old school, man. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what always used to happen with people would write on the wall and stuff. But now, you you know, you always got to take it seriously. So. The, the the school officials, and they interviewed a couple of kids who had entered the bathroom around that time the graffiti was discovered, and the kids were like, hey, I didn't have anything to do with this. So that was Thursday. On Friday, you had two groups of students in the cafeteria, and they decided to capitalize on the threat and caused and created a panic. Yeah. One of these kids decided, all right, I'm going to run as fast as I can from the building and cause all these people to follow me. Because remember, oh, all you need to do is something like that. And when people just catch a glimpse of something, you're running. Their first thing you think is, oh, something must be happening. Yeah. Uh, and boom, away it goes. Law enforcement continued to keep eyes on Malin High School following a shooting threat Friday that turned out to be a prank. Right now, they're talking to about a dozen students, pinning down who all was involved, saying on top of law enforcement action, students directly involved could get kicked out of school. According to the student code of conduct, it starts as a suspension with that recommendation for expulsion. The district says that a thousand students were absent today. Yeah, and and you know there was that there was that uh, frightening an event that happened at a valley school on friday uh and on monday what did they have the, an i day an i day because so, it was their columbine 
that's what one school official said, but there wasn't a Columbine. Nobody got shot. Nobody got injured. There wasn't a gun. There was nothing. I'm not saying it wasn't scary for the kids who thought there was a gun inside the school, but it wasn't Columbine, please. No. no. So now you've got kids that are faking it. They're, it's the prank. So let me be really clear here. Guess why? Because kids, especially young males, are stupid. Yeah. And they do stupid things. If you bring a gun to school, I think it should be the same penalty as if you prank the school. If you bring a gun to school and you want to, you know, have some cruel joke and prank several students and make them think that there's a shooting or that there's a gun on campus, you're you're kicked out too. Here, here, uh, you don't get to stay. Think about this because we're the heightened awareness. Walk into an airport and say, "I've got a bomb." Right. See how that plays. See how, see how that goes. Will we ever be allowed in an airport again or on you a know, plane? We're, we're at that point now. Do I think these kids should be banished forever? No, I think they're idiots, and I think kick them out of school. Uh, you kick them out of school, right, so you would. I yeah, kick them out of school. You too. know, I mean, I, I would suspend them for the rest of the year, and then you know, on a case by case basis, maybe if you you allow them back next year, right? But. Uh, yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to send a message. And I think you're not just sending a message to, to them. You're sending a message across the state. And right. in many cases, if it gets out across the country. If you think this is funny, this is the repercussions. Right. I think a lot of it also went on to social media. Yes. So, you know, it's strange. It starts as something written on a bathroom wall. And then it goes to kids want to capitalize on the threat and create a panic within the school. And then all of a sudden, you've got, you know, Facebook and social media. And what happens? Some of these conspiracy theorists that, well, I hear there's a gun on campus on Monday or Tuesday. Better be careful. So that happened in Florida. That's the last thing we need. It's bad enough that we've got people shooting up schools. We don't need to fake it now. No, we don't. No. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. Uh, she killed her rapist, and now she's being punished. This is a story you got to hear coming up next.